Hello, everybody. We're back temporarily. Episode 304 Between Two Wheels podcast. Look, we didn't get to finish stages 17, 18. We're not going to count them all. 17 through 21. So we're going to do that real quick today. And then we're going to talk about what's coming up. We've got World Championships. We've got Vuelta. We've got Christmas Vacation. The number of people have been upgrading. Yes, there you go. You see the graceful limb that you were talking about before. The race we've got yet again, and a victor then goes victory to an American Andy Hampton. The belt of go fight. He looks at the Colombian rider. How are you doing? Straight past Santiago Patero, and he's coming up to Pantani. Armstrong is. Uh, the last few hundred meters as we come towards the finish of this monumental stage in Armstrong. As we start to approach the line now, Pantani grits his teeth and accelerates and over the line. He's going now to win stage number 15. Sepkus, an emotional finish from Durango in the USA. Sepkus wins. back tour de france 2023 it was pretty good look last we left off we left off with what was happening stage 16 we did the time trial and what did i say i said um jonas vingigo was not going to lose to lose one and he was going to win by a good amount and he did he slaughtered everybody and and you can't take it into account like like you see the the planche de belfi 2020 where tata picachar destroys everybody on the the stage 20 and Roglic was a ways back this had Tade Bikachar on stage 16 second place putting a good solid time into Wout Van Aert but not being able to take on uh Vingo. so then step stage 17 look uh, I I had to take a, a hiatus from this for I had some things at work that were crazy uh, crazy crazy I'll probably do a crime podcast about it at some point uh, so it's just take it took up my time. I, I got interrupted with the Tour de France. Uh, and so here we are. And with that, uh, I do want to thank our, our buddy Victor here comes in and he says, awesome Tour de France. Hi, between two wheels. Hi, Victor. How you doing? Um, thanks for being here. Tour. Look, coming into this stay up to stage 16. It was fantastic. And when you take it on as a whole from stage one all the way through uh, 21, it really was one of the best Tour de France's we've seen. Okay, now when you look at the end, and it kind of had a little bit of a widening of the gap, especially we go into stage twenty. I mean, sorry, stage seventeen, up to Col de Los into Courchevel. That obviously played a different part, and you had a. It's a it's kind of a seminal moment here from the tour. But here is the, here was the climbs: Cat One, Cat One, Cat Two, uh, HC, and then they dropped down into Courchevel, and that's. That steep stuff up to Col de la Lose. We've talked about that from day one. We pinpointed that was going to be a seminal moment. 
in this tour. And it was now with the time trial the day before it wasn't as dramatic, but it still was because someone in there said, I'm dead. Go on without me. We'll get to that real quick. Uh, but there you have it. A lot of climbing. And look, before we, we had said, oh, this was a, a day I expected Sepp Kuss to do well. Uh, the problem is, though, just the way things shook up on the uh, team strategies with uh, Jumbo didn't quite work out that way. So you have this race. We'll just go through it. I'm not going to go through every stage here that we missed. Uh, but you coming into here, you have um, now I'm forgetting everyone's names. So uh, this guy, Jaconi, there you go. He's in the polka dot jersey. Look, Jaconi was just a step above Nelson Palace. Nelson needs to get there. What Nelson needs to do next time, and I thought his it was admirable what he uh, took on and what his plan was, which was to take on the tour on the the the, the, the Tour de France um, polka dot jersey, which I'm wearing right now. Uh, on the early stages, so he gets it. He was in there what, 13, 14 days. It looked great, but he just doesn't have quite the the, the climbing prowess that Ciccone does to be able to take it on to the end. Um, uh, Victor says Jonas won 552,500 USD, right? I, I think so. I, it was something along the lines of that. And maybe we'll check out the uh, the winnings of the teams. We always post those up here, and so we can talk about it. But Ciccone ends up um, solidifying himself for Trek Little, Little Trek. Uh, here's the stage we got here, and we're just going to break through the to uh, Col de la Lowe's brutal climb, 24% near the top there, and it was going to be significant. Now, right away, Tadek Prakachar, and I don't know if this had a, an effect on his racing that day, but he goes down, not hard, but they're on a climb. It's early on, and he just crossed over wheels uh, with Felix Gall or one of these guys right next to Jonas. And it, he just went down. Like we didn't really have those, those kind of problems with Jonas. So he had a little blood in his knee and it wasn't looking so great. They had to break up the road. Some several guys were up there. Felix Gall was up there. Several other dif different ones that you wanted to make for the break. Uh, and, and then the team had, um, the team jumbo had everything pretty much locked down. Okay. And they started riding hard and next thing you know, you've got, let's not get into too much. I don't want to break this down too much here. But um, AG2R was up there. You got Jaconi getting kicked out of there. Uh, and next thing you know, you've got Felix Gall making it. And what else did you have? You had Tade Bagachar getting dropped from the main group. And he says at one point, I'm dead. I can't do it. And then Jonas uses everybody. You had up in the break, you had, um, I'm forgetting all these guys' names here. <laughs> <laughs> the Kelderman was up there. Uh, yeah. And uh, with Tish Benu, there you go. Tish Benu was up there as well. So uh, Tish drops back, gets Jonas. He takes off, dumps uh, Sepp Kuss and some of these other guys and just starts flying his way up the top. Now you've got Adam Yates trying to do this thing. He's he's trying to claw his way on and uh, Tade's done. But uh, you had uh, uh, Carlos, um, what's his name? I, I'm forgetting. I, I, I take a week off and I forget everyone's names, but it's his, his teammate that used to have a lot of trouble with the, the movie star team. Uh, he ends up sticking with Tade and does great work for him to at least try to uh, keep things intact. Then Tish Benut gets off and then Jonas is on his own. You've got Simon Yates, Garrett, but then uh, Jonas catches up with Kelderman and then they have this car incident and motorbikes. And this gentleman right here is a French rider, uh, used to ride for uh, direct, not direct energy as well as kind of the, the seminal, the, the team that originated. Yeah. He actually gets suspended the next day for that, but it wasn't his fault. This was the fault, this, this whole thing here, one, the crowds, but this car 
this is the t- the tour director's car, and they wouldn't didn't take the the brunt of it. Meanwhile, up front, you've got Felix Gall making it. Simon Clark, uh, sorry, Simon Yates, uh, second place, is really working hard to try to catch him. He can't close this down. It's, it juggers between 15, 20 plus seconds over the top, and then they drop it down into Corcheval, and uh, Felix Gall just says, no thanks, and continues on. Now, what was interesting is they come up to this airfield. By the way, if you, you I've checked this place out in Corcheval. It's very interesting. The, the tour has finished there a bunch of times. Um, this airfield there is one of the most dangerous airfields in the world. It's, it's kind of interesting. You have it up on a, up on a mountain and to do so short runway, what do they do? They have a steep ramp, uh, to come in and it was, so these guys coming over the top, look at that here, the, the steep ramp coming over the top, Felix Gall gets a great win. Uh, the Simon Yates comes in for second place and then you've got, uh, Bill Bow. And Jonas Vinigo coming in. How far was Jonas back there? At 155 off of the win. Yeah, Yates, Tade comes in there further about Will Kelderman. Tade loses seven minutes to 37 to the winner on the day, but he drops even more time to Jonas. Um, and there you go. Felix Gall, Yates, Bilbao, Vingagu, Gadu kind of moves his way up. Johannesson, Harper, Micah, <clears throat> Adam Yates, and Kelderman. That's your top 10 uh, right there. So um, there you go, the gal. Let's, uh, let's see if we get the GC. Jonas, feeling good. There you go. Sepku still staying in the top 10 as far as you go on that one. Now, I'm not going to break through each and every um, stage like that because it's just, it, I'll, I'll give you the highlights of what we have. And really, does, it comes down to this one. And then it comes down to like stage 20. So we had uh, stage 17. We just saw that. 18 comes in here and this was a little bit more of a, a little more mellow revolts uh, revolts results from that one uh casper asgreen so this is where decoy uh, sudol quick steps finally starts to get things rolling casper asgreen gets in a breakaway and he smokes uh pascal icon on the line of lotto destiny uh with, along with jonas uh, abrinson and then jesper phillips and I mean, that was really close uh, it was actually, they got same time and they should have been caught, but Alpeson Dekoinik, who had been doing great work for Jasper Phillips and all night, remember he got four stage wins already. They miss out another shot here and it didn't quite get it. There's some tactics that go on play here, which are kind of stupid that I felt that shouldn't have happened. But as far as the GC goes, Pogacar, once again, he's still up there. There was really no change that you had on uh, through stage 18. Stage 19 was almost a repeat of what you had, but this time it was Mahorik up there with Jasper, Casper uh, uh, Asgreen. It was a bike throw to the line and it looked like the last person to kind of throw got the win uh, or the, the first one I maybe on that one and Mahorik barely beats out Asgreen. Now, I've, I said this earlier on the, in the tour, which was uh, when uh, Pale Babao won, his interview was fantastic. He took a little extra time, his first only chance, you're a stage winner, you're not like Jonas where you're in the hot seat every day getting interviewed, and he took his time to make an interview count, and sometimes you're so emotional of, you know, it's, it's just happened, you're tired, you don't really know what to say, you're just happy to be there, and you maybe don't want to interfere with what's kind of going on, but he took his time, he said his piece, and it was fantastic. You know what, Mahorik, his teammate, did this. I don't know what their PR is doing to help these guys, but Mahorik did another fantastic interview. And I do implore you to go and check it out. 
uh, basically just saying uh, the hard work he's put into this. Uh, sometimes you just question yourself, even though you're getting results, you question yourself. And then he's like, look, Asgreen is so strong. You feel bad that you take a win from someone else, but yet you need to as well. And I thought it was just a great breakdown of the, the human emotion uh, and everything that took place there. No change on the GC for those guys. But uh, Mahorik gets a win over Asgreen, who almost, I mean, we're talking millimeters here, uh, getting that. Ben O'Connor was up in that break as well. And then once again, Jasper Philipson gets the, the field sprint just 39 seconds behind these guys. They couldn't close it down. He was in position once again to do so. He could have had, he could have had five, he could have had six stage wins, but he missed out once again. So uh, once again, the most dominant uh, sprinter of this tour. Then you have stage 20 and we had on there, we had a little bit of a, you know, climbing going on here. This was the, the Saturday before the end. It was some good stuff, but once again, uh, it looks like Tadek somewhat came back into his own. He looked pretty good. Uh, Vindigo was, was looking fine. He was not going to get ridden off the wheel. The problem you had for uh, Jumbo, at least uh, early on in this stage, right away, Sepkus goes down in a crash along with Carlos Rodriguez. They both hit their faces, and Sepkus had blood going everywhere on his face. It was all down his face, and he loses like 20 minutes. Now, he drops from the top from ninth, I think, to 12th, which is still a really strong showing considering what he went through on this stage. But Carlos Rodriguez <clears throat> didn't suffer quite as bad, was able to kind of get back up uh, and tried to fight his way into the finish. But in the in the end, you really just had um, the results as it comes out here. Taddy comes out. Uh, gets the win, but it looked like Jonas at any point or uh, could have actually overtaken him. Uh, Felix Gall is up there right with him. Jonas, then you got the Yates brothers, Bargui, Pino, Bilbao, Jonasson, Phillips, uh, I'm sorry, Micah, Jai Hindley losing a little bit there. Uh, and in the end, the GC, you see here uh, the breakdown of Sepkus losing three places. These people move up three. Simon Yates creeps his way up into fourth. And Carlos Rodriguez drops down a place. So you have first, and this is really what it locks it in at Jonas first, Tade second at 730 or 729, Adam Yates at 1056, and then Simon Yates at 1223, Balbel and whatnot. Uh, Sepkus, once again, losing about 20 minutes on the day. Actually, we'll, <clears throat> should we take a look here how much he did lose? Uh, Sepkus, there you go. 2039 loses on, on, the, on the win. Uh, from the top guys and drops down. So he, uh, but he's still, what is he? 12th, 12th, 12th for the tour. There. Then we come into the final stage. This final stage is always annoying to me. And part of the reason it's annoying is due to the fact that I, it's, it, they make a, a cool stage about as boring as possible, which coming into the finish, it's just the, all the early stuff with their drinking, their pitchers. I'm just uh, bored. They start it late. Uh, so it's even later start. And then they finally get to the the, the, the sprint, and maybe we'll take a look at that. I, I actually would like to <clears throat> take a look at the. Uh, maybe we could find this here. Let's see. Let's go to GCN. Uh, by the way, who did you? I, I fully expected Jasper Philipson once again to take the um, take the win on the day, and did he? Well, um, let's see. Stage twenty one tour difference. Sorry, I didn't have this queued up. There you go. Highlights. Okay. Um, let's let's uh, move this over. And then we'll check out the highlights here, kind of like how we did before. Um, but we don't want to do, you know, look. Well, there they go. Oh, look. Oh, there's the face of Carlos Rodriguez. It's all beat up. A little bloody better for wear. Jonas 
coming into Paris. They do a few laps of the Champs. There's Campenarts. He gets the most aggressive rider trophy. Um, what this little Trek team here? I don't know what this little. Oh, this is probably all the all the Netherl guys from um, Denmark. Uh, yeah, that's the Denmark guys. So they come in, and once again, uh, race starts, and and right off the bat, you got Jonas. I'm sorry, Pagachar taken off up the road, and I think uh, it was like uh, Ben Hoydonk goes with him, and and look, that's just not going to happen. It's going to come back for a sprint, exactly what we expect. But it's a beautiful race we got going on through here. Uh, teams are lining out, seven k to go, uh, more stuff. I didn't really see any wrecks or anything, and in the end, here we go for the finish. They come around the final corner, and I, look, so they did a little bit as far as decoying a quick step. I think they 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 took off a little bit too late or, or too early, and they put Matthew Vanderpoel in front a little bit earlier than he needed to. I really thought at this point that uh, Philipson was going to do it or Gronewagen. Gronewagen kicks. Uh, Matthew uh, Vanderpoel kind of gets in the way. Philipson's on his wheel. Philipson starts to come around, and if everything's looking good. You've got Philipson with a bike throw. But what is this guy, Musse? He's out there. He ends up getting the win by a just fraction. Look at that. About uh, half, half, well, not even half of the rim. Uh, it's just a few centimeters that he ends up getting the win for Bora. So Bora comes away with the win. Meus gets it. Philipson, Gronewagen, Pedersen, Boy, uh, Case Bull, sorry, uh, Gourmet, Concard. And, I, you know, let's take a look at these guys. I mean, so Philipson obviously had a ma magical tour. Four wins, uh, two other ones that he could have had. So he could have had six, possibly the bike throw here. It could have been seven wins for him on the tour when this came in so heavy sprint, uh, guys. And I think he was just labored a little bit at the end. I think, I think by the way, Philipson showed that he was on fire and he was racing. And, and even those last two that he had a chance, what is he calling 18 and 19, that he had a chance at, at doing back-to-back -back wins there. He was just missing out, but he was winning the sprints. He's beating other guys. And but for on stage uh, 18, where he did played some stupid tactics, going up the road, trying to be in a little small break, he could have had these in the bag. Uh, he was riding really well. But coming down on the finish, it's just a little bit different. Uh, this is more of a just a bull sprint from the from the go. You you would expect Philipson to get it. And Grunewagen, I would have expected to have had at least one win this tour. He didn't have it. Pedersen did get a win. Case Bull, he was leading out. He was supposed to be leading out. Um, uh, Mark Cavendish at one point. Gourmet, I actually expected him to be doing better in this. Cocard, I mean, look, he's getting... For him, Cocard could get top 10 with no problem. Almost every time you're like, uh, Cocard going to be in the top 10? Yeah, he's going to be in the top 10. Is he going to win? No, he's not going to win, but he could get in the top 10. Uh, as far as uh, Meus, I didn't expect him to be up there as well, but he did. Uh, team comes across, Jumbo for the whole team, comes in there. Uh, nice job. Campenarts get the most aggressive rider for the actual, the entire tour. Jumbo wins for the team. Quite impressed. Did they finish with everybody? No, Wout. Wout went home. There's, there's Sepp Kuss's face, a little beat up. Uh, but, you know, one of the best domestiques. Uh, Tade gets the young rider jersey. It's 26. It's under 26. So it's 25, whatever. The best one's for 25 and under. Um there you go. Pogacar wins that uh, quite easily, but uh, he won't qualify for that one next year. So he's done over. Um, Ciccone wins the climbers jersey. Gall gets second. Vingago Palace. They're in fourth place, though. Pretty solid. Look, you typically sometimes you see where the 
uh, the guy that wins the tours, like, you know, win in this category as well. So it was nice to see Vingigo didn't get the win here. Palace is right up there. Pogacar, this is some heady climbers. Skilmos, Skilmos had a great race. So did Kwiatkowski, but Skilmos had a great race racing for Caccioni, uh, Caccioni, uh, Hindley. He ended up doing pretty well as, as well. Uh, but there's what you got for the this team did fairly good for uh Phillipson. He obviously got the green jersey by far 377 to 258. It wasn't even close. And then obviously Jonas comes in with the win. Uh Vungago gets first place with Pagacha, Yates, Yates, Balbo. Let's see, Hindley dropped down to seventh. I I'd expected him to get uh it's like so there you go. Two UAE riders on the podium. Uh, not too bad. I mean, they, they're going to end up doing well, get some, make some a little bit of money. We'll see if we can find uh, the money money shots for, for this one. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Tour de France winnings 2023. I know I've seen this somewhere. So uh, prize money. There we go. How much did the yellow jersey make? So, like, I, I enjoyed the tour. I mean, for the most part, right? Um, here we go. So Vingegaard, second winner, second time he's won. Um, there we go. Total prize list for, this is in euros, and their overall winning classification. Receives 20% of that figure, taking home 500,000. So first place was 500, 200. So this is just the winnings for the placing <clears throat> into the top 20. Hey, look at that. Sepp Cusk gets 2,700. Look at the breakdown, though. This is typical of bike racing. I, I did a race. Uh, the, if you guys ever did crit racing in Boise, it's a Boi Boise uh, crit. Um, tons of money there. Uh, this was in the late 90s. Went in there and did it. I think I was seventh, I want to say, something like that. I did a really good result. And um, it was it's at night. It's twilight. So they give you your money. And I'd ridden my bike to the race. And so I didn't even look at the envelope. I just put it in my pocket and kind of, kind of ride back to the hotel in a little shady part of town. So I ride back through. I didn't even look at it because I'm like, I, I've got a lot of cash in here, you know, seventh place when they're paying out like $20,000. And I get back and it's literally like $120. Like, what? And I, I actually called the organizers the next day and I'm, I, I got a breakdown. And it's like, no, it went from like, it was like, you know, top winner was like 10 and then it dropped so fast. And by the time it was like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and they paid like 20 deep. It was a, it was like dollar difference between all those places. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I avoided, I flew out here. I avoided some crashes, got a top 10 for this. Uh, but that's just the way it is. Uh, every f uh, other finisher in the top 160 place reads a thousand dollars in Paris. Okay. Uh, winning a stage gets you 11 K, uh, euros green and polka dot Jersey. You get 25. Okay. So look, Nelson palace got, got himself a little bit there. Uh, Polka dot, I, I wish they broke down who, what teams got what though. Um, this really didn't, this just says who wins, uh, the thing. So maybe we can, Ayo, that's not what I wanted. Uh, let's go back here. This is, I thought I saw a whole thing. General classification. How much is a 23 prize list Tournament prize money? How much? It's not, it's not giving me, it's not giving it to you people. Sorry. Uh, maybe I'll do that on the, on the next thing coming up. Uh, next thing, let's take a look here at, we got worlds coming up. Look, so how did I, maybe we should look at the Americans. Uh, let's do that. Okay. Let's go back here to tour day France. By the way, did you watch the women's race? I, I didn't. I started to watch it, and immediately their tactics were so bad. Do you guys remember during the tour, I played a clip from Cycling Podcast 
um, who was it? I'm trying to remember her name. She guessed on there and she was just confused why Pagachar or Vingigo would not attack from like 50k out. She goes, I don't understand. And I played the clip because I'm like, well, honey, no offense, but this is ridiculous. Um, you're not going to do that in the tour when it's just going to sit. That was the problem. That was the one day that Jonas would lost some time was he pulled, it was up to Tourmalay. He pulled Pogacar up to the top, pulled him down the bottom and then tried to pull him up the, the finish, the cold day. What was, I, I can actually find it here. Um, Grand Calibre, no, the Comble. No, that's the time trial. Uh, da, 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 da. All right, there you go. Karakat. Kambasque. That was the one. Karke Kambasque. And then he starts to pull him up there and then Pagachar attacks him. Why? Because you he just sat on for like 20, 30K and just let Pug and, and Vingo. And then we just saw it last year on the Grand Galibier where, where it was the opposite where Pagachar is trying to get rid of uh, Roglic and, and Vingigo and then just pulls Vingigo all the way to the top and then Vingigo attacks him. So he, you can't do that. And and then I was watching some of the, the tour feminine and it's just that kind of stuff. And I was like, uh, it's, come, come talk to me when you guys are ready to, to play ball, uh, like, like adults. Uh, okay. So we'll just go here to the finish results. There we go. GC all nations. United States, there we go. Sepkus gets 12th, Vermaka, Kevin Vermaka. He was in a break, uh, I want to say like maybe 18 or 19. Um, look at this though. And this is the difference here of everyone. Lawson Craddock did a bunch of work in the middle, early middle stages for Simon Yates. So God bless him for getting uh, four hours behind. That's no big deal. He did a lot of work. Nilsson Palace, three hours, 37 for 66th place. He also was in the mix a lot early on, trying to get those mountain classification. Kevin Vermakia, uh, early, remember he was he was riding for um, uh, Roman Bardet, and Roman Bardet you know, crashes out, so he doesn't finish. But uh, Kevin, you know, kind of had a little different role, gotten a few breaks. But then you have Sepkus. Sepkus loses 20 minutes due to a face crash, planting his face into the ground, uh, and in the 12th place, a legitimate top 10, no problem, would have been otherwise. Uh, and if things play out, I, 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 once again, I would like to see him play his cards a little bit differently uh, in, a, in a grand tour just to see how it goes. The rumor has it he's riding the Vuelta. Now, the Vuelta is going to be magical because you've got Garrett Thomas, you've got Remco Evanikpol, you've got Vengago, you've got Roglic. Uh, who else? Tade? Come on, Tade, join in. And Sepkus reportedly is going to be riding for Jumbo. That'll be his third Grand Tour. He's turned into Adam Hansen. Remember Adam Hansen used to just, all he would do is ride Grand Tours. He rode one, two, three, one, two, three for like multiple years in a row. And it was, it was crazy, crazy thing that he did. I think it was like 10, 12 or something like that. Uh, and that's all he did. He really was like, I wouldn't train. I'd just ride Grand Tours. And this is kind of just how it worked. Uh, so anyway, the Americans did pretty good. Um, that's what it is. Uh, four of them finished. Uh, when it started out, remember we had, um, Quinn Simmons was in there. Anybody else? I don't know if there was, was there six to begin with? You know, we could do, we could just go easily go up to stage one and see who was in there on stage one for the Americans. Then we'll be able to see, uh, Quinn Simmons, oh, Mateo, Mateo Jorgensen almost won a stage up to, uh, quitted him. Uh, how did I, how did I, at some point I'll have to go through and rate all the riders, rate the teams and see how they actually did and what we think of them. Uh, I, I mean, Jumbo wasn't flawless, 
but uh, Vingago was absolutely on a tear. You know, the bad days he had, you can easily say he wasn't um, he wasn't having bad days. They were just getting dropped from like like you remember. Uh, I told you, Colcom and Gas, whatever the name of that place, I <laughs> just made something up, so said some syllables, uh, where Pogacar dropped him, uh, but he was still holding a distance there. It was, he was fighting, 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 trying to come back, and you can see that. Puy de Dome, same thing. He holds that at a distance, but he's fighting, fighting, fighting. He's not when you're getting dropped and you're just having, like you've seen Pogacar do, just getting just blown out. He did not have those kind of situations. Uh, and then the time trial. I mean, that was ridiculous. People talk about this. I would actually uh, implore you to go watch. Um, I should go look and find it, though. Uh, Greg LeMond just recently did an interview with some Irish uh, fuck. Uh, did I say that? Uh, some Irish bloke. Uh, and it was fantastic. 30 minutes in, and I was instantly impressed with Greg LeMond's knowledge of training, power meters, VAM, uh, watts per kilo, everything. And he he breaks down why he doesn't think writers nowadays are doping and that the VAM and some of these other things aren't exactly how you think they are. Uh, so I thought it was actually fantastic. Okay. Uh, Victor comes in here. Were, were you prepared for the riders losing strength and getting caught breakaways during the tour? Uh, where are you prepared? I'm not sure I understand that question, but um, they do look that that's exactly what happens during the race. Right. And it's not so much they always talk about this. There's there's a, I think it's somewhat of a myth, which is riders riding into and getting stronger in the race. I don't think that's the case. I think riders uh, get less weak than other riders and the fatigue treats everyone differently. Now, it's amazing to see riders sprinting. And, and this happens. You're, you're doing a race and you're able to still somehow sprint really hard at the end. Uh, this is just what happens, but I don't think riders are necessarily riding themselves into more fitness. So yes, this is what happens. Uh, the brakes don't necessarily, but they're, it's two way sword, right? The brake is going up the road and it maybe doesn't get caught because the teams one, you had started to have sprinters teams getting shelled out or they weren't in the mix and they weren't going to start pulling. I mean, Mark Cavendish isn't there. Um, uh, uh, Jakobsen wasn't there. So there's teams that weren't interested in pulling brakes back. That's why you start Casper Asgreen, for example, up the road. So brakes aren't necessarily coming back, but then they're getting tired. So, you know, anyway, it's, it's a, it's a two edged sword, you know, in a sense. Um, but we've got world championships coming up here. Um, do they show a list of everybody? This, this, that's the women. Do we care about that? I mean, it's, it's nice that they're racing too. Uh, let's do the men. So really the one I'm looking for Australia. They got two up there. I mean, this, this is not a, this might be a full contingent for some of these teams. Cause they may not have uh, very many riders. Wout is doing it. Venipol, uh, Columbia, Wout Vargas. Who's that? Don't know. Um, who's Americans? Who are they showing here? Magnus Sheffield and Brandon McNulty. Oh, it's cool to see Magnus. Remember he was in the same wreck, uh, that went down as, um, Gino Mater. So it's good to see Magnus at least on the start list uh, to coming in here. This can't be a full list of everyone. Taddy's in here. It will be interesting to see how this actually goes. Uh, I was going to see, if, excuse me, if I could find Todd, where is the, uh, I saw it earlier, um, the the climb. Ah, this isn't going to show it. Oh, well, that's, that's it. Uh, anyway, the time trial, I mean, sorry, the, the world championships coming up. It'll be interesting to see us like coming off just what two weeks off of the, Oh, and then we had, um, 
Klasika San Sebastian and Remco Evenepoel got up there with uh, Pale Babau and Felix Gal was chasing. I'm trying to remember there was one more guy, Alexander Alexi, not Zutsenko. It's a, okay, now I'm going to have to, it was, it was a Bora rider though. Um, and, and Remco just destroyed them. Uh, and it wasn't even close. And I was a little bit disappointed because they got rid of the Bora rider. And then it was just Pil Babau and Remco coming down for the last, you know, three or four K and Babau takes over. In the last K, even it's like last two K pulls in, then Remco takes another pull. They're gonna this other guy is not gonna catch them, and he's gonna have a sprint. But Bao has a decent one, so you think maybe he has a chance. But then he leads him out, and I'm just like, what are you doing? And then there was just other tactics that went on, and and then what what Remco just like puts the hammer down and uh, destroyed them all. So I think that's three. He's one of uh, Classic of San Sebastian, which is uh, pretty solid. So okay, that's all we're gonna do for tonight. I'm I'm about done with this, uh, but. Did I like the tour? Yes. Uh, I would have liked a little bit different mix on the sprinting, but man, the way they did this tour, I will say was fantastic. Uh, it'll be interesting. I would encourage you to, like I said, go watch the Greg Lamont search for that one. It was just a recent interview. It was actually during the tour. Also check out uh, Chris Horner's videos. Uh, he did one just recently about the breakdown of the tour and uh, the Pagachar specifically having trouble in the tours and yes you go all the way back to the vuelta he did uh what 20 2019 2018 i think it was 2019 uh and he's having some trouble so uh if he gets that straightened out man i would just get get roglic on a different team you got remco you got thomas vinigo all these guys fantastic all right everybody take care thanks for joining in we will see you bye bye